everybody. How you doing on this lovely Tuesday evening? It's Tuesday, right? Well, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday, July 21st. This is Andrew with The Last Change podcast, formerly of the ADR podcast. And I wanted to thank you for tuning in and, uh, you know, listening over the two years we had the ADR podcast going. Now, ADR stood for Andrew, Dan, and Rob. And Dan and Rob are the two lovely gentlemen that uh, we spent a lot of time with talking about hockey and soccer and everything else. And uh, it just, we got to a point where three adults with very busy lives and families and jobs, and it was getting harder and harder to do stuff every week. And uh, we just took a break from it. You know, we wanted to get everybody's schedules to sync back up to try to get it going again, and it just wasn't going to work out. You know, uh, Dan, very busy job, and he's also a musician. He's got a band, The New Black, that uh, releases music a lot, and he's always working on that when he's not working. And Rob's a very busy guy. He's got a good job, and he's a musician on the side as well. I guess we all are. Um, but that's the deal. So, you know, neither of them could commit to an every week thing. So I just came up with the idea of let's have somebody else be a co-host every week. Um, you know, we always made the joke that all the podcast equipment was at my house, so I'm always available. Yeah, so this week we've got Dev Rickus, as you know him on Twitter. His name is Ricky. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the Devils, obviously. We're going to do a mock draft for the Seattle Kraken, which is, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about what players they'll probably pick and deals that might be made. And uh, we'll see what we're right about, what we're wrong about. We're going to talk a lot about the Devils and uh, their offseason that they have ahead of them and why, for me personally, it's an important offseason. Other than that, yeah, so my goal is to have a different person as whoever I'm talking to as the other co-host for every week. And Rob will be back, Dan will be back, Ricky will show up a lot, and we'll have other people, and I'm going to try to get guests like I did last time. And um, I, I couldn't believe how many people were willing to talk to me and the kind of guests we had. So I hope to keep that going. Um, and now the new name is the last change podcast. And it's really a reference to the devils in their years where they won three Stanley cups in 95, 2000 and 2003. It's something that was so important for them was the last change uh, at home games where they were able to get the line matchups they wanted, mostly with Madden and Pandolfo. Um, so it's sort of a callback to when the Devils had that little dynasty thing going. It's just a hockey reference, and uh, I hope you like the name uh, because I'm not changing it. And it's too hard to name things, and it took me a while just to come up with that. So that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm happy to be back here. I got a lot going on in my life besides my real estate work. Uh, I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm not really good at it, but I've got that going on every Monday and every Wednesday usually. Uh, playing a lot of music. I have an album coming out. It is a, uh, it's an acoustic album, just guitar. Cause my, I can't sing. I wish I could, but it's the sort of album that you're going to want to listen to when you're doing other stuff, working or working out or traveling, or just need something on in the background, or it would be great to help you go to sleep because it's acoustic guitar music. So that's going to be out in November. The first song comes out on July 26th. So, but anyway, I don't want to bore the crap out of you, so you turn this off and don't listen to all the devil stuff. So, without further ado, here is the first episode of the new version of the podcast, featuring myself and Ricky. Enjoy. 
Ricky, how are we doing this evening? Oh, super. Doing great. Super duper? Super duper. You ready for some uh, hockey action and moves that won't involve the Devils tomorrow? <laughs> of course, obviously. Roster freeze, no roster freeze. It doesn't matter to us. <laughs> well, I know I know we were talking about this, and you were saying how kind of crazy it is that Seattle's just going to come in and, and probably have a really good team and be better it, than us. It's crazy. It's like a fantasy draft. The, the, the rules are just insane. It's it's literally a fantasy draft. And I think that's what they're getting for almost a half a billion dollars. It's, yeah, I guess. But I guess if the teams that, you know, like uh, Tampa and – well, Tampa can kiss my ass now. But yeah. Tampa back then, Nashville back then where they had, you know, Mike Dunham starting in goal <laughs> you know, as your, your top option, you know. Yeah, I get, freaking, I, I get what they're uh, doing Andre though. Fleury. I'm sure the – I'm sure Bruckheimer and the owners of, of Seattle are saying, you know, we're spending this money. We want a decent team, but also the, the precedent that was set by Vegas. Yeah. Like I think if Seattle comes in with a bad team, it's going to be a disaster. Well, I'm looking over some the last couple of days. I've been looking over some expansion, like mock drafts and the team looks, I mean, depending on who they take, obviously, but it, it seems a little top heavy because there's some guys where I don't even know who the hell these guys are, to be honest with you. Like, you know who Dylan Gambrell is? I've never heard this dude before in my life. No, and it's surprising. I don't know who someone is. Right. He's on the Sharks. Oh. They were choosing between Bonnie Lake and Dylan Gambrell. Like, I don't know who these people are. Dylon? <laughs> yeah, Dylon, <laughs> Dylon. I spit out fire. Um, you're too close, man. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't know who that dude is. Um, like, Tyler Benson? Like, who are these people? He plays for Edmonton, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, it might be top-heavy. It might be, you know, a couple of guys that you know and some guys you don't know. But I guess, uh, you know, Vegas, they had were kind of top-heavy. But, you know, Marcheseau was 30-goal scorer, and I wanted the Devils to, to pick him up in the worst way, and they yeah. didn't. But, you know, there were some guys that you wouldn't expect to be as good as they were. So, you know, I don't know if they just got lucky or they were really good at scouting. I don't know. Well, I mean, they remember they picked William Carlson, and and he didn't excite anybody. He was on the uh, the bottom six and fourth line of Columbus. I think he had like three goals right. or something like that. But then, yep, you know. So maybe there's some of those guys. But what I want to do is we'll go through these teams, and there's like fifteen, twenty guys per team. So we're not going to name them all. I just want to do like who you would pick, who I would pick, and then maybe like yeah. an honorable mention. Yep. <clears throat> all right. So let's go with the uh, the Ducks. Um, very surprised. I'm just looking they, at this, yeah, I'm very surprised they protected Andrew Cogliano. Yeah, I'm just trying to. So, how old is Silverberg? I feel like he's been around forever. He's either 33 years old or he's number 33. <laughs> 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 um, let's look that up, Jake. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. He's, uh, yeah. he's 30. 30. Right. <laughs> um, Antoine Vermette's another one. I, He's still in the league? No way. Yeah, they also protected Kevin Bieksa. No, nah, no way. Yeah. That Vermette is still in the league. Impossible. Antoine Vermette, baby. No chance. He's protected, so he is. Um, I'm going to give you first shot at uh, Ooh, what duck I get first pick. shot? Yeah. Uh, I probably should mark these down. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's it's... I really do like Cam Fowler, but I think he might be a little bit overrated but i guess it depends on who else they pick you know sort of thing mm -hmm. I, i've always liked 
uh, Ricard Raquel? I I'd probably go with him. Yeah, he's uh, I think he's the consensus pick. I've seen a couple of mock drafts, and he's been. Uh... He seems like you know he's twenty eight. Left wing could play like a second run, second line winger. Put him with a good good center. Might put up some points. Should also look up how much money he makes. Oh, he's three point seven million for only one more year, so that's a pretty good pick financially too. There's no yeah. commitment. Um, yeah, you might have. I uh, shouldn't have let you go first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good pick. I think uh, Josh Manson could be, um, or Clayton Stoner could be a a pick for them, um, depending on how they are on defense, but. Uh, I mean, Hampus Lindholm's good too. <clears throat> he's he's good, but I yeah. think I'm I'm looking at cap friendly. Oh, wait, these are hold on. These are the, oh, these are guys that protected. I'm backwards here. Uh, yeah, I'm backwards. Did they, they retain? Yeah. They, okay. Good. Yeah, I'm backwards here. Okay. Yeah, we fucked the whole beginning up. That's yeah, right. we did. We sure did. <laughs> I'm just looking at. It, I'm like, wait a minute. How are these guys available? Oh, so you're looking at okay. Yeah, I'm like, how is Vermette available or Raquel? I mean, Vermette's right. protected, but Raquel's not. Yeah, we're both backwards here. Okay. Well, I'm backwards, and none of it confused you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm... So, I don't know. I'm looking at Josh Manson, Sammy Votnin, uh, you know. But they're UFAs, so I guess they'd be acquiring their negotiating rights. Um, which is actually a good thing, because then they could trade that for picks or something. All right, so now that I have the right list up, because I'm an idiot, um, I don't know, somebody like Hayden Flurry, maybe? Hayden Flurry? Yep. He's a goalie, right? No, he's not. Defenseman. He's, he's like deep. 20. He's 25. I think he used to be a first-round first, first round pick, maybe? He's Is he not on my list? We're <laughs> looking at different lists. <laughs> What the hell? He's not on the unprotected list I'm looking at. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to email you. I'm going to message you right now the list I'm looking at. He's, this way we have the same list. Yeah, yeah wait. I th is he exempt? No, he's 25. No, he's 25. Yeah. What the H, man? <laughs> oh, here's CBS Sports. I'm going to go off your list. Yep. When I think hockey, I think CBS Sports. Oh, it's better than... Uh, uh, oh, I had Fox Sports, but I guess <laughs> who knows. <laughs> All right, so we'll go Hayden Flurry. I'm going with Josh Manson. All right, you don't know love for Adam Henrique. He scored that goal that time. He did score that goal that time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think his contract. Let's see what he's got left. He's got. I think it's pretty bad. Three years left at five point eight. He's thirty one years yeah. old. I, I would think that Seattle is either going to pick like star players that are available like uh, Ryan Johansson or uh, guys with no term that are easily tradable. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. So, all right. So I go Josh Manson, you got Hayden Fleury. Uh, it, it depends on what they're trying to do too, which unfortunately no one knows until they make the picks, but if they're trying to put together kind of a win now team kind of changes the kind of picks they make. Like, for example, I'm looking at Arizona, like they could just take anybody, but if they're, trying to put together a win now team they could go with like Goligoski or something who's older but has some experience sort of stuff you know Jalmerson they have a lot of uh, money they're trying to get rid of Derek Broussard yeah. yep um, 
Uh, they left John Hayden unprotected, who was a good prospect until I think he did something pretty fucked up. <laughs> Blake Spears, too. Remember, he was awesome <laughs> for that for that preseason. He went with Taylor Hall. Yeah. Jason. Dur- we don't so, speak his name. So I guess. He, he who shall not be named. Is your pick then from uh, Arizona. Uh, what was it? Uh, Goligoski. No. No. Let me just see something here. Let's see. How'd this guy do? <sighs> yeah, Goligoski's a UFA. Uh, Hayden's an RFA, but he's 26. Um, Demers is a UFA. Wow. Uh, Coyote's only have three defensemen signed, which is cool. Um, is it? Is that cool? It's very cool. <laughs> and their D is still better than ours. Well, I mean, that's not exactly difficult to do. Ekman Larson, Chikrin, and Ilya Lubushkin. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he's better than everyone I'm, else. I'm just looking at, like, I really don't know much about Arizona, honestly. I'm looking at, like, some of these mock drafts, and there's two dudes that these people picked. I've never heard of either of them before. I actually, I think I've heard of Tyler Pitlick, but I don't know who the hell Michael Bunting is. Yeah, no, I don't know who he is either. Um, uh, actually, 10 goals in 21 games. It's not bad. For who? Pitlick or Bunting? Michael, Michael Bunting? Bunting. He's a UFA Group 6. Yeah, I don't know what that UFA. means. He's, you know, let's go with him. I'll go with Michael Bunting. Okay. Since I don't really know who. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you take, like, Goligoski or Jalmerson. They're old. I don't know what the point of taking those guys are. I'm going to take Jalmerson just because he's a UFA. Um, and they... It's not guaranteed money that they have to spend. Man. So, and they could also, if somebody wants a He's thirty-four, damn. Yeah, if somebody wants a vet defenseman, it was either him or I was thinking Anti Ranta. I'm switching my pick, going to Ranta. Ranta's only <clears throat> thirty-two. He's a UFA. Could be a good backup goalie. Um, who was your pick, Bunting? Yeah. All right, we're gonna have to do this faster. Yeah, I already got my pick for Boston, so we're good to go. Bruins. Uh, yeah, you go first then while I'm looking. Mike Riley. <clears throat> Mike Riley. I like him. I think he's a good player. I think he's underrated. As a matter of fact, I would really like the Devils to have picked him up. I think he could have been a good player. But, you know. Interesting. Mike Riley. Okay. I'm going with... Where'd he go? I just lost it. I just lost it. I don't know. I don't know where it went. Ah, I was going to go with uh, Colin Miller. Okay. Oh, God. And here comes the the turds. The The Buffalo Sabre turds. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to make fun of any other teams because we're terrible. I know, it's true, but they're like the one team that we can make fun of because they're really garbage. Yeah. Uh, did you... <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry to laugh. Uh, Brian Giantis on the list I'm looking at. No chance. Wait, what? Is he on uh, the, far, uh, the CBS nah. list too? No, he's, nah, he's on the um, I'm going to go with uh, Tobias Reeder from okay. Buffalo. I'm going Zemgis Gergensen's not a bad pick um our buffalo sabers fan friend mr steak 
Uh, he would like them to pick up Jeff Skinner, uh, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think anybody wants that contract. No, that contract is terrible. All right, next. We... That's what they call an albatross. <laughs> an albatross. That's a good word. Um, all right, let's go to the Flames. The Flames. Remember Hunter Shinkaruk? I mean, I'm a I'm a big Mark Giordano, Giordano fan, so I'm just going to pick him because I like him. Yeah, I think our pick is the same. And I think uh, some mock drafts I pick chose him. It could be somebody who's like a captain. Yeah, I really like him. That's a good pick. Easy pick. Let's move along. Carolina Hurricanes. Um, this Fox Jake. Sports list is insane, and it's so wrong. I'm going to go with Jake Bean. Jake Bean. I've wanted him on the Devils for like three years now. I was hoping they'd trade for him, but they're never going to. So. I'm going to go with Nino Niederreiter. Ooh. As I'm scrolling down the list looking at Chicago, I, I didn't think there were many teams that had less talent than the Devils, but this list is, is poo. This is poo-poo. <laughs> this is a really bad list. Let's see. Nikita Zadorov is... Uh... I mean, yikes. Yeah, it's not a good list. Vinny, <laughs> Vinny Hinnestroza is not bad. Brandon Peary. John Quenville. I think they're like all free agents, though, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nikita Zadorov. What about you? I mean, I'm going to... Uh, I guess I'll, I'm going to go with Adam Gaudet. I know he played some big games for Minnesota back in the playoffs. I think he got traded for a pretty high pick. I think he just played in a shitty team in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Next, Colorado Avalanche. Shout out. Tyler Kelly is your boy, Jonas Donskoy. So the interesting thing is uh, Gabriel Landeskog is on this list. I know he is. I just don't. I, I just don't see how Colorado lets him leave. They can talk about how it's contentious. I just don't see them letting him go. The guys like the fate. They're they're captain. I just can't see them letting him go. When's the draft? The week after the expansion draft, which is. Isn't that tomorrow? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, Wednesday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I hope so because when I recorded the the uh, the intro to this this episode, I said it was uh, <laughs> said it was Wednesday. So I mean, the Avs have until tomorrow afternoon then to sign Landeskog. Yeah, but he can be a free agent. They'll have to negotiate, but they could still resign him. Yeah, and I don't think they would pick him if there was a chance that he. Uh, could just re-sign with um, with the yep. Avalanche. It's a wasted pick. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, all we've seen the last couple of days is that they're allowed to negotiate with players, and right. Um, I mean, they've signed some players already, so I don't know when that comes. Allegedly, of, yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know when that becomes official, but all right. So if it's not Landis Gog, because that's pretty obvious that you would take him if he's available. Yeah. Um. I have to think somebody like Brandon Sod. I mean, I like him too. Alright. Moving right along to Columbus. Columbus. Max Domi, come on down. Yeah, not Stefan Mateau? <laughs> or Michael Delzato? Stefan Mateau, turd. <laughs> I hope he hears this. You're a turd. 
I hope he hears this too. That'd be nice. Oh, <laughs> a giant turd. Almost tight my toe. Um, all right. Who's next? Is this the Dallas Stars? Yes, it is. I just love this dude's name, so I'm going to pick him. Julius Honka. <laughs> Honka. <laughs> I think that's a good pick anyway. I think he's a good player. Yeah. So on my Fox list, Sammy Votnin is on the Anaheim Ducks, and on the CBS list, he's on the Dallas Stars. Yeah, he's because he's on the Dallas Stars. You should probably close that Fox Sports list. <laughs> probably close that site up. Good job, Fox Sports. You only own up. the local rights for half the NHL teams, but that's okay. Detroit Red Wings. Yikes. Uh, yeah, this is not a good list either. I'll say Troy Stred- uh, Stetcher, maybe. Not bad. Okay. I'll go with him. I'll go with him. Dylan McElrath. I have to agree with you again on, on Stetcher. Troy Stetcher it is. Next, the Edmonton Oilers. So, if I were Seattle, okay. I would take Adam Larson. Who I think they're going to take is not Adam Larson. I think they're probably going to take some one of these guys that I've probably never heard of before who's going to just make not a lot of money and they can bury. Maybe like Alex Chiesa? <sighs> Tyler Benson, someone like that. All right, so... Um, I mean, they should pick Larson. I'm going with they should, uh, yeah. Chiesa. <laughs> uh, Benson's only 23. Let me see what he did last year. You're a Benson man. He's 23. Let's see what he did. He's still on the elite prospect site, so that can't be great. That <laughs> <laughs> can't be that good. Let's see. 2021, he was loaned to the SL, whatever that is. Uh, I know the SEL is uh, Swedish. Swedish uh, yeah. It was no, uh, Switzerland. Oh, okay. He played in the AHL, 36 games, 10 goals, 26 assists. Not terrible. Uh, let's go with him. Why not? All right, you got Benson. Florida, I am going with Alex Wenberg. Ooh, okay. like him. Didn't they sign Drid- Dridger, though? So apparently that's that's a rumor. Separate? Okay. So it's not separate, but it's a rumor that they signed him. And the other rumor was that they signed Philip Deneau, and then Deneau's uh, agent came out and said they haven't even talked to him. So I don't know what rumors to believe. <laughs> I think the the Dano thing was because they're going to draft that kid Ben. What is his name? Bern Beniers. Beniers. Ben. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That, French French guy. Sounds about right. They want <laughs> they want him to mentor him. Huh. Well, I'm going to go with. I, I think I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Dreger. Dreger. Goalie. Dreger. Yeah, he makes sense there too. He's a good goalie. Not Radko Gudis. Oh, you don't know how much I don't like him. I don't like him either. <laughs> Especially when he was a flyer. Um, yeah. Who is this dude? What? Bakanji Amama? That guy's on the Kings? Bakanji Amama? Bakanji Amama. Oh, I see. I don't know much about him. Ooh, Brendan Lemieux. Is he on two lists? Yeah, I'll take Brendan Lemieux. He's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, was he on the other list too? 
Jonathan Quick doesn't make sense. He's old. Yeah, and I got uh, Ranta as the backup goalie, so you don't need Quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rest of the Olimata is like 400 years old. Is he? He's got to be old. He's in his twenties, I think. Didn't he? Wasn't he no the, chance. He's, wasn't he the kid that survived cancer when he was with the Penguins? He oh, he's twenty six. No way. Yeah, dude, I feel like he's been in the league for like twenty five years. He There's was no as, way. He's twenty six. He was as a rookie. So maybe holy that's crap! I'll still go with uh, Brendan Lemieux. All right. I, I kind of want to <clears> go with Olimata, but I'll yeah, Brendan Lemieux, Minnesota Wild. Interesting names here: Bukestad, Benino, Johansson, Victor Marcus Rask. Johansson. I didn't know Johansson was even on Minnesota. He sure is. Hey, Dakota Mermis, <laughs> former Devil, Andrew Hammond, the uh, the Hamburglar. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Bukestad. Nick Bukestad. I am going with Joseph Cramarosa. Why? Because it's Cram. <laughs> Next team. Oh, obviously Montreal. You got to pick Joseph Landisi, right? Wow, I have not seen that name in a couple yeah. of years. <laughs> Philip Deneau's the obvious choice there. He's one of those like enigmas that, right? Like he was entertaining for one year, sort of like Bobby Butler and uh, yep. uh, crap, uh, Damian Bruner, Nikita Gusev, oh, God, Damian Bruner, so Andre Loktyanov. Thomas to tell. Yeah, I mean, Philip Deneau's got to be the... Yeah, that's the obvious choice. I can't believe that the Habs are not keeping him. That's weird. They can go uh, an entire... What's his name? Weber over the cap. Because... Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, because their, their speculation is they're going to try to bring in somebody else big, like swing a trade for... Uh... Oh, God. My brain's farting. Uh, Buffalo. Um Calipozo? No. <laughs> Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, oh, the next team. Oh, Nashville, not the Devils yet. Uh, this is a tough list. We probably should have picked these out before we started doing this. Nah, I think it's better this way. Okay. Ryan Johansson. Right off, off the top of your head. Ryan Johansson. Ryan Johansson. See? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a different a different approach here. Okay. I'm going to go with Eric Halla. He's bounced around a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We just skip over the Devils since nobody on that list is worth taking. No, let's pick somebody. Um, I have to think they're either going Nate Bastion, uh, Andreas Johansson, or Will Butcher. Yeah. My, my my heart and head hopes they pick Johansson, but uh, I'm going to say they'll go Will Butcher. I think they're going Bastion. Um, Will Butcher. You know, for some youth and some bottom six grit. Yeah. Not a bad bad pick. Recently signed to a low deal. Yep. Uh, New York Islanders. Josh Bailey. Josh Bailey. Not uh, Josh Hosang. Nope. Damn. Braden Coburn, Andy Green, Ken Appleby. Travis Zajac, Kyle Palmieri, Richard Panic. What a terrible list, Lou. What are you doing over there? Uh, ruining them. What about so no uh, Jordan Everly then? Uh, no, uh, I think Josh Bailey makes a lot of sense. I think he's a good player, veteran. 
Okay, I'll agree with you there. Next, the New York Rangers. Colin Blackwell is somebody yep. that I'm gonna. That's yeah. That was that was my pick also. Yeah, that's an easy one. It was between him and Keith Kincaid, but Kincaid's really. Oh, I don't know if he can hear me. He probably has me blocked in his audio here too. I had Tony D'Angelo written down. Um, I don't think he'd do well in Seattle though. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Keith Kincaid, you're a loser. All right. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't blocked me yet, so I got to be nice. And was never mean to him. He just blocked me one day. He's a turd. <laughs> what about anyway? Uh, move right along. Ottawa Senators. <laughs> the Ottawa Senators. Oh, God. Dadanoff. Evgeny Dadanoff. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Ryan Dezingle. Okay. So I think this, the speculation I keep reading about the Flyers is that Seattle's going to take Tarasenko and then they're going to trade Voracek for Tarasenko. I saw that. I'm guessing so there's got to be more to that. You sent that to me, and then I also saw, I think it was Elliot Friedman that said that he's not under the impression that the Flyers are the front runner for Tarasenko. Well, it's got to be the Devils, right? Because everyone wants to come to New Jersey. Well, I mean, the Devils are one of the few teams that can take can it. Can afford it comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for all you people that, you know, that care about the cap so much, Tarasenko's 7.5 for two years. Next year, P.K. Subban's $9 million comes off, so you're ahead a million and a half for one year. Um, you know, and, and if Tarasenko stinks, you bury him. They have enough cap space. So, yep. I like it. Uh, so... I don't see why <clears throat> why they might not just pick Voracek anyway. I'm torn on Van Riemsdyk. I'm torn on Van Riemsdyk and Gostasbear, honestly. I th- I think Gostasbear is a really good player. I just don't think he fits in Philadelphia well. Um, then I'm gonna go with Ghost. You convinced me. Ghost. I, I just I mean look how well, look how good he was when he first joined got in the league and then he struggled and the fans got on his case and because you know Philly fans. Philly fans, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're they're really good. They're really good fans. I've I've been to several Devils games there, and can, great guys can confirm great fan base. <laughs> such, great guys, such nice people. All right, so I guess we're going Ghost Bear, Pittsburgh Penguins. Yikes! Yeah, this is not a great list either. <laughs> this is a yikes list. Uh, you can cross uh... Yannick Weber off. He just retired from the NHL today. He's going to stay in Europe. Maybe Brandon Tanev? Yeah, I guess go Tanev. That's a good pick. I don't want to keep picking everybody you do, so I'm going Evan Rodriguez. So why don't you go first then? (laughs) Yeah, I will. But Evan Rodriguez is my pick. Uh, He's a pretty talented forward. Um, Next team, San Jose Sharks. Oh, no. What a list. Uh, I really want to go with Martin Jones. He had a really good year, and then he became the worst goalie in the NHL. Um, Tristan Charles, Ryan Donato, Curtis Gabriel, former Devil. Wow, I'm going with Martin Jones. I go Dylan Gambrell. Another Dylon. Just because. Okay, just because he's a Dylon. That's right. Uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, I think it's an easy, it's an easy pick. Going. Uh, well, are you are you going to say Tarasen? I know who you're going to say. You're going to say Vince Dunn. I certainly am going to say Vince Dunn because I like Vince Dunn. And you've wanted the Devils to get Vince Dunn. 
Yeah, him and Jake Bean have been my two guys I wanted for like three years. So one or the other. The attractive choices here are Dunn, Tarasenko, and Hoffman. Um. Once again, Did Hoffman really do anything last year. Look that up. But once again, I'm picking your pick. Uh, but I mean, that's a good pick. 17 goals, 19 assists, and 52 games. That's a good year in a short decent. year. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to the Lightning. I'm going to pick... Uh, I mean, between Blake Goldman... Col- <laughs> Blake Coleman. <laughs> yeah, I'm going call him Blake Goldman. Um, <clears throat> Coleman, Yanni Gord, Matthew Joseph, um, David Savard... That's a pretty good list to choose from. I'm going to go with... Man, Yanni Gord's a good pick, but I like Blake Coleman. I'm going Coleman. Yeah, you're missing somebody. I'm going Alex Kalorn. Uh, is he on there? Yeah, I went he right sure over is. him. And so is Pat Maroon, the big rig. Yeah, I think Kalorn's a really underrated player. I mean, I guess he's rated at this point, but I think he's, he'll fit in. It's one of those guys I feel like can fit in like any roster. Like, we need you to do this tonight. All right, I'm going to do that. And you just score some goals tonight. All right, I'm going to do that. I don't think any one of those guys wants to leave uh, Tampa. No. Of course. Why would you? Next, my one of my slam dunks, the Toronto Make Beliefs, is uh, going to be Kerfoot. Yeah, me too. And would have been so much better if we got him instead of Will Butcher. <laughs> yeah, but do you remember the, the circumstance that, that surrounded those two? How the Devils drafted Kerfoot, he refused yeah, to yeah. sign, ended up in right. Colorado. Yep. Yeah, Butcher refused to sign with Colorado. Ended up I here. I just went to Devils. Yep. And Kerfoot ended up the better player, but um, sure did. The Vancouver Canucks list is pretty sad. Sure is. God damn. Louis Erickson, Antoine Roussel, Brandon Sutter, Jimmy Vesey, Jake Fortin. I mean, I, I guess it depends on who they're like. It, if Dridger is their guy, or if not, I mean, Holtby's there. I mean, he's making. It's not terrible. He's making like $4.3 million cap hit. I'm going Jake for 10, and you're going Holtby. Yeah, I'll go Holtby. Washington Capitals. Obviously, it's got to be Ovechkin, right? Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. They just went off the board, and we're just like, we're taking Ovechkin. I'm going to pick another uh, defenseman here with Nick Jensen. I like him, too. Uh, I'm going to go Brendan Dillon. Okay, okay. Winnipeg Jets. Um, good names. Matthew Perot, Paul Stastny, uh, Dr. Seuss, CJ Seuss. A di- I see a Dylan. <laughs> Nate Thompson, Jordy <laughs> Ben. see a Dylan DeMello. Dylan DeMello. He's, he's not a bad player either. Uh, I'm going uh, Matthew Perot. That's who I was going to pick, you bastard. <laughs> I think we've made our way through all the teams. Woo! We did it. Did we? That's right, because Vegas is exempt. So I'm not going to recap this. Well, maybe we'll post it later on. But I don't know. They have a decent chance of uh, having a good team. I mean, going through that list now, I don't think they're going to be another. uh, I mean, uh, Vegas situation is extraordinary, obviously, but. Uh, it depends. I mean, it just depends on what they're trying to do. If they're trying to win now, they could do it. I mean, they could take all these guys. Like, they could go Josh Bailey. They could go um, 
what's his face? They could just go straight with Vin Reamsdyke. They could go with Tarasenko. They could take all these guys, Carey Price. I mean, they could just really go for it if they want to, or they can try to have a team that can win, uh, you know, in the next couple of years. Yeah, it's, I don't know. it's going to be pretty interesting. And and there's going to be so much gymnastics done tomorrow with uh, yeah. trading of picks or trading of UFA rights or RFA rights. And um, I, I just and we'll and we'll segue the, this into the Devils talk. I, I just really hope that they've got Devils have something going on tomorrow. I unfortunately the the only thing I see them doing is being a third team in a bigger trade that takes on some money to make the trade work and gets like a third round draft pick out of it. I'm, Which I, you know, you know my feeling. I hate draft picks. I would trade if 10 out of 10 times, if I could trade every draft pick for known commodities in the NHL, I'd do it. Well, yeah. Right now, if they had a deal to get a good player for the number four overall, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I would, I would take it because so at this third round picks do nothing for me no and at this point even our, f- our first round or our fourth overall who are we going to draft it's either uh it's either a forward in the already ridiculously deep group of forwards that we have that will still need a couple of years to figure out whether they're any good or not or a defenseman who classically takes more time to uh develop and yeah we need defensemen our, our d prospect list is kind of light but I mean, Jesus, that's a three, four-year project. I mean, look yeah, at look I at mean, Ty I, Smith. I don't know who, I don't know who is available that I would trade that fourth pick for. That's the issue. I wouldn't do it for like a Jake Bean or something. I think that's too much. What about Brock Besser? Like, it would make me think. Yeah. I think honestly, I think they'd have to give me more. If we're being honest, yeah, I think uh, the Canucks th- would call and and say we'll give you Brock Besser for your number four overall, and um, <clears throat> and Fitz would say, you know, that's not the only first rounder we have. You want to look at the other one? Or, uh- <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, yeah, I mean, what's his contract status? I'm trying to look it up, but I keep typing the wrong thing in my phone. Um, First of all, he's got 49 points in 56 years. 56 years? years. What a scrub. What a piece of shit. 56 games last year. He's only 24 years old. Uh, Let's see. He is. His cap is 5.875. And it is three years ending in 21-22. That's a pretty nice deal. Yeah, I guess he's a UFA at the end of next season. So then I don't think it should cost our fourth overall. No. Uh, RFA, sorry. Yeah. He's a, oh, then maybe. Then maybe because then he's controlled. Um, right. I don't know. That's a tough that's one. That's a weird – that's quite a weird contract he got. Yeah. He might, I th- his, salary, his salary was 4 mil in the first year, 6.125 the second year, and 7.5 in the third year. I guess then – He's he's thinking for his next deal. They starts at seven point five. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would do a fourth overall for him. I think they would need to add add to that. Honestly, I, I, that might sound crazy, but 
Well, the Devils absolutely have to spend money. They absolutely have to go out and. And they get... have to. They're un- they're under the salary cap floor. They have to. Yeah, and now with rumors swirling around that like PK Subban's not going to be back either. Are they going to be twenty million dollars under the cap if if he, if they let him go? Uh, what's the cap floor? Do you know? Uh, I mean, if they want to give me Quinn Hughes, I'll give him four. They're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take, I'll do four. I'll do the fourth and the 29th for Quinn Hughes. Yeah, and then you draft Luke Hughes and we have the freaking, the three Hughes brothers on the same team. Oh my God. How are you going to draft that? Hey, like how are you going to draft that? More yeah, but how are you going to draft him when you just oh, traded that pick to Vancouver? Up, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. They can trade us their Hughes and they can go pick up another one. Well, yeah, there you go. You can get another couch, you rich motherfucker. I was just, I was just trying, I was just trying to think of another way to make fun of the Devils. Didn't work out though. Yeah, no. To say you know, can have three Hughes brothers and get maybe twenty, thirty more people to come to the games while they're losing. <laughs> you know, I was just saying with somebody talking about getting people to to come to games. I was talking on Twitter with some yeah. lovely Devils fans today. I saw it. I was going to make a snarky comment, but I didn't. Well, you I know it's surprising. It for, saved it for later. Um, I just. I'm trying to understand what the owners are thinking. Now, I think you and I are in agreement finally that they probably bought this team because of the arena. Yeah, I honestly did not realize that the arena was part of the the acquisition, and now it makes 100% more sense. I remember it vividly because they straight up said in their like press release when they bought the team that that the building was the the piece like if they didn't have that they probably wouldn't have gotten the deal because there was there was such a big deal made about how uh how the arena is one of the most productive in the country and even in the world um so i just don't so what i was saying and i've always said this so the devil's fan base when this team came in 1982 um you got kids being born in the 80s that are going to be devil's fans and and they're finally at the age where they've got kids to bring to games and money of their own to pay on to pay for tickets. And like, I finally feel for the first time in my life, if the team was good, I, I think the arena would be full like every night. I don't know if you remember, um, the 2013 shortened season right after they went to the finals, almost every game was sold out. Yeah. You know, there's such a good fan base for this team waiting to spend money on this team. And all we keep hearing you know, after Lou screwed up after the finals run, Shiro tried to put a Band-Aid on it and he screwed up. Now we got Fitz telling us we have to be patient. No, I'm done being patient. Uh, it's, they're, they're, the way I look at it is that there's steps to the rebuild and there's there's a time where you're just going to flat out suck and it just is what it is. And I think we've been there. Look at a team like Ottawa. They suck, but they're competitive. They're fun to watch. I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch a ton of Ottawa games, but they were at least competitive. I mean, Kachuk's in there. I mean, they were competitive, and they're making moves to get better. They have better players, and you can see the better players coming. And you see there's an actual plan. I hate to give Ottawa credit because their owner's a douche, but <laughs> there, there is a plan. They're, they're getting better. I just don't see the plan. I, I, maybe I'm an idiot. I just don't see the plan for the Devils. I don't know what's happening. They're just kind of drafting mishmash of players, and maybe Kevin Ball's good. Maybe he's not. I, I hope Holtz is good. I, who knows? The The plan, as it seems to me now, is that 
we're going to be looking at like a, a lineup of Sharon Govich, Hughes, Holtz, um, some other left winger, Heischer, uh, Mercer, because we've got those guys, but you can't, it's not going to work. Like they need veteran players to, to complement what we have. Like if they don't re-sign Ryan Murray and, um, it's just, dumb well yeah I, I would like him to come back but if they don't re-sign him and pk goes somewhere i mean damon severson's the oldest most experienced defenseman um and you know my feelings about damon Severson. i know i know you hate the guy <laughs> i feel like if he has you know what to be honest with you and we could talk about this later i feel like if you put ryan graves on the left side of of damon severson he it could cover up a lot of defensive mistakes but anyway um and that's all you got. And then on the forwards, if Seattle picks Andreas Janssen, our oldest forwards, Miles Wood at 25. Um, so at a certain point, like you need, we, we need two top six wingers right now. And we need a, an entire top pairing defense. Yeah. And you're not going to get those from drafting I, them right now. I, I really, I said it to you this morning, I think, or maybe yesterday, where I really think Gaudreau is the move to get. I don't think you're going to. Everyone always says, oh, you got to give up this and that. And these trades happen, and you're like, that's all they got? It happens every time. I just don't think it's going to be as much as people think it's going to be. I think that second first-round pick is easily part of the deal. You're going to probably have to give up a player that you like, but not someone we need. I don't even know who that would be. I mean, it's not going to be Holtz and it's not going to be Mercer, but like maybe, honestly, I would include Severson in the deal. <laughs> I, he's still, he's youngish. He, he's a player who can probably play for, I'm sure he could play for them. He's, he's, his contract isn't terrible. And you, you have people who can take his spot. I mean, yeah, he's a right handed defenseman and we don't really have any of those. But if we can bring back. Uh, Larson, or, or maybe draft or hi, sign somebody. I don't know. I don't know what the moves are here, but I think Gaudreau would be a really good fit. Um, to get yeah, to get rid of Severson, I think you'd have to sign Larson. But uh, just looking at the Flames here, they've got Mark Giordano at six seven if he's not picked uh, by Seattle, and then you've got Noah Hannafin at five, uh, Rasmus Anderson at four five, Chris Tanev at four five. So I think adding another almost $5 million defenseman, if they still have Giordano, is going to... I mean, that's going to put their... Plus that... Yeah, but you're but take Gaudreau off that list. Shouldn't they replace him? I mean, who's their top-line left wing if, if they don't have Gaudreau? It's not really my problem, is it? <laughs> so that sounds like a <laughs> Flames problem. Sounds like a them problem, right? But no, I, I agree. I would take Johnny Gaudreau in a heartbeat. It will be less expensive than everyone thinks. He's a pending UFA after next season. Um... <clears throat> I don't know. I think that first, and uh, it might take a prospect. It might take a Michael McLeod. It might take a... Well, and that's I'm fine with. I, I just mean it's not going to be Holtz, and it's not going to be Mercer, and it's not going to be Ty Smith. I'm pretty much good with any other prospect. How about if they want Miles Wood? I'll drive him to the airport. <laughs> because Miles Wood, as crazy as, as Devils fans are either with him or against him, he is what appears to be very highly coveted around the league. I'll drive him to the airport for Johnny Gaudreau to make that trade. I mean, I'll take Gaudreau, I mean, Gaudreau over Wood any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So we're thinking... We're, He's only 27, too. 
Yeah, so we're hoping that the uh, Devils are either ending up with Johnny Gaudreau or possibly Vlad Tarasenko. I mean, they, they ha- I, I, I mean, I don't know. Gaudreau's just a name that pops off the page at me. Um, Besser, if he's available, I'll take him, obviously. I, I think to get at least one of those top six guys, they're going to have to make a trade for it. They're not going to sign two top six forwards and a defenseman. They're just not going to do it. I mean, what if they include the fourth overall in a trade for Besser and then include the later Islanders pick in a trade for Johnny Gaudreau? Uh, that'd be awesome. That would, They're not going to do it. That would be They're awesome. They're not going to do it, yeah. but that'd be awesome. And they don't have a second-round pick, so they would <laughs> right. be sitting out of the draft until the third round. And that's fine with me. Like I said, I, I, I just I don't think draft picks are that – I think you can – I think the later round picks are honestly more important in terms of – getting a third round pick and, and having it hit and getting a really good player that you're not expecting. I, I just think that's the chances of that happening are, are it's, it's a low risk, I guess if you get like a third round pick or a fourth round pick and you know, it hits and you trade whatever, like, like again, like if it's, you know, a, a three team trade and we give up, we don't give a, we don't get anything. We get a fourth round pick and we eat some salary. So another team can get better, which is what we seem to always do. And, you know, the player turns out to be something great. It's kind of a cherry on top. But, like, uh, how many how many guys are can't miss in the draft? Well, I mean, I'm going to put a ever, though, put an exclamation ever, point on your on your draft by saying, who would you rather take a package of Jesper Bratt and Igor Sharangovich or Michael McLeod and Pavel Zaka? Yeah, of course I'd rather take Bratt and Sharangovich. Yeah, and Bratt's sixth round. I forget what Sharangovich was. I think he was fifth. Yeah. I don't know, but it was a late round. But yeah, there's just not many guys. Even he sure wasn't really can't miss. I mean, Nolan Patrick obviously wasn't can't miss. Of course, the time. I mean, I guess they thought Jack Hughes was can't miss. Uh, I still believe he's going to be a good player. But like, if you ask me now, if I would have rather traded for a known commodity that's 26, 27 years old that scored 30 goals in the league every year he's been in the league or had Jack Hughes, I, I might take the 26 27 year old 30 goal scorer yeah well how about let's get johnny gaudreau to give nico or, or uh jack Hughes somebody to pass to at this point right yeah you know i mean if you've got all right so let's say i mean let's say that they get gaudreau and besser i mean it's not going to happen but you've got a first line of gaudreau hughes besser and then a second line of uh or no, you'd probably want to split them up. You've got Gaudreau and Hughes on the first line, and you've got Heischer and Besser on the second line. Put Sharon Govich on their wing. Sharon Govich, Heischer, Heischer, Besser. I mean, our top six is uh, immediately better. And then, I mean, I know the guy we haven't mentioned yet. Why don't we, if we get rid of PK, throw all the money in the world at uh, Dougie Hamilton? I just—it's not even worth discussing because there's no chance he's signing here. I mean, if he, I'm telling—I already—I told you. Th- didn't I make – I'm pretty sure I made a tattoo bet that if Doug Hamilton signs here, I will get his number tattooed on my leg. That's your second tattoo bet because the other one was uh, about Zaka hitting uh, 60, yeah, 60 points and I or let, something. Yeah, and I let Tyler out of it because I'm a nice guy because <laughs> he had like he had like 12 points with like a month left in the season. Oh, boy. That's how confident I am that Doug Hamilton is not signing. Well, I will get his number tattooed on me. So, I mean, here's the problem. Dougie Hamilton, Seth Jones, uh, Gaudreau, Tarasango, these are all star players that every team wants. So once you start talking about that, then you then you realize that, like, why would these players want to come here? 
Um, it would take us to way overpay them. And then we end up with an Andreas Janssen because he's on the outs in Toronto and they need cap space. You know, or you end up with Ryan Murray because he's got injury problems and, and Columbus didn't need him anymore. Um, but I, th- I think that's why they have to go the trade route. So these guys have no choice. They're not choosing to play here. Maybe when they come here, they like it and they end up wanting to stay. But Which also I hasn't don't think anyone. <laughs> well, also, it's also true. Uh, I just don't think – I don't see anyone wanting to – why would they? What Have the owners shown a commitment to trying to win? I mean, that's what players look for. Even if it's a young team, they're like, all right, this is, this is what they're doing to try to win. They haven't, they haven't shown shit. They haven't shown that they want to spend money. I'm not saying that they that they should have spent money because looking back at the last free agent class, the one before that, the, not name one aside from the obvious, name one that was that was a really good signing. Tyler Zafoli. Exactly, but he's the guy I wanted. Or Temi I, I, I begged, and he wasn't going to sign in New Jersey. So yeah. they actually had a shot at Toffoli. If they gave him a little more money, he probably would have signed here. Well, and then I go. I know as Devil fans, you know we all want to have their red glasses on, but you know I, I try to think of as a player, you know, and I always go back to Scott Gomez, where he was public enemy number one for such a long time, and my, my issue with that, and I was even thinking about it rationally back then, I was pissed at him for not resigning. But think about it: if you're a kid from Alaska, and you've already won a cup with the Devils. And the Rangers are are backing up the Brinks truck on your on your front the front lawn of your uh, palatial estate. Um, why wouldn't you want to go live in New York City and play for the Rangers at the Garden? Yeah, like that's the it doesn't that's fine. And I don't fault him for making the for making that choice. But you also can't fault Devils fans for hating him for it. No, but I think there's a little bit of a lack of understanding that there is no loyalty in sports anymore and you and i know that more than anybody because we're european soccer fans oh but jesus yeah yeah i mean there's players and coaches in syria that have played and coached for juventus inter and and ac milan in like a five-year span there's just zero loyalty um the best you'll get is a player will go sign for your rival and then pretend to not celebrate when they score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, and, and hockey probably because of the shrinking contract uh, rules is becoming more and more like that where, well, I mean, it's not like, you know, these guys don't even 90% of these guys don't even live where they play. Yeah. Like they do for the season. And then like, as soon as the season's over, they're like, all right, back home. Yeah. Back to Toronto or back to Toronto. <laughs> Or yeah, I mean Marty Brodeur still lives in St. Louis. He, um, yeah. you know, he he comes to New- apparently. I, I watched this thing with Scott Gomez. He comes to New Jersey like three or four days a, le- a week, but his family's back in St. Louis. Um, you know, Pat Maroon's family's in St. Louis, and and yeah, I, I mean St. Louis is, is so nice. That's one thing I don't understand. Where <laughs> every guy that's ever played for the Blues raves about how much they love St. Louis, and I don't get it. The other one that's weird is everyone wants to live in Arizona. Um, but I to play golf year round. The weather's nice. I get, I, I get it more than Arizona. Yeah, I mean, if whatever you want to get uh, bitten by a snake, that's all you. Um, but. I'm just very much at a crossroads with this Devils team, and I'll never not be a Devils fan. But my interest is is I mean, waning. My you you know my interest has waned the last couple of years. There's games I used to watch 
every minute of every game. I'd wake up, I'd watch the Devils in 60 to rewatch the game. I'd, I'd watch every piece of information that came out. And honestly, I just don't, I just can't care that much anymore. And maybe that makes me a bad fan that I just lost interest. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and I have a kid and I have other responsibilities. Maybe it's that. I don't know. I just – and maybe if they were winning, it'd be different. If they were winning, I'd probably be more interested. But maybe that – I don't know. Does that make you a bad fan because you've lost interest because the team's been so bad for so long? No, I think we're at the point in our lives where we have so much other stuff to worry about. So it's it's – convenient to not pour so many hours into this team when they're not good because what's the point you know um if they were good i know i i mean shit when i was in college i I was scheduling classes make sure i didn't have any night classes like so i wouldn't miss any games or i would go almost every day i would have a full slate of classes then i'd go take a nap and set my alarm for 659 you know (laughs) to wake up and turn the game right on and and it used even even back in 2012. I mean, when they were good, I, I would if somebody invited me somewhere on a, on a weekday night, I'd be like, "Nope, pretty busy." Yeah, <laughs> just whatever. Yeah, it's just it's just a one of those things. Like they're not even. It's not even like they were fun to watch last year. You know what I mean? Like if they were competitive and like, oh, you know, what, you know, they got blown out tonight. All right, big deal. But you know, the next game they lost three two, but. It was a close game, and they gave up a late goal or something. They were just getting blown out game after game. after. Like, in the first period, the game would be over. Like, why am I watching this? Yeah, there was that 10-game losing streak where they were just getting obliterated in, in the first period of every game. And Right. It's like, well, it's not even fun to watch. No. and But they've been doing the same thing the last couple of years. Like, the first week or two of the season, you'd be like, oh, maybe we have something here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then that third period happens. And then... What was that against? Was that oh, the against, Jets. Uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg yeah. yeah, so they've been doing the same where like they suck you in and then they're they're terrible and then when they're way out of it, then they start winning games at the end of the season. Yep. Um and they can't do that again because I don't know. I had a, a rep call me today and uh you know, was asking me what my plans for next season were. I was like, Well my plans are to have a kid and buy a house, why do you ask? And um it's like, Oh, I just wanted to see if we can get you out to some devil's games. I said, even besides the important life things I'm trying to do. I said, I have absolutely no interest in, in spending time at that building to watch them get destroyed until I see some moves being made. I've been offered free tickets multiple occasions over the last two years. And I don't, I won't go. It's just for what? Like for what? Like what's the point of going to just know they're going to lose. And even if by some miracle they win, it makes no difference. They're still not going to make the playoffs, so who gives a shit? Great, they beat. Who cares? They beat the Rangers. Whoop de doo. You get a banner for it. Like what's the? And they don't beat the Rangers anyway. But besides the point. But like, who cares? Some of our fans like, would want them to get a banner for. Well, yeah, yeah. Like true. Devils three, Rangers two, February eleventh, two thousand whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a topic for another day. A lot of our fans have that that Ranger syndrome that I, I complex. Yeah, I can't stand it, man. Um. I just I don't care. Like it makes no difference to me how the Rangers. I mean, yeah, I, I root for them to lose in the playoffs if they make the playoffs, obviously, because I don't want to see them win the cup. But I don't go out of my way to watch or care about what the Rangers are doing. I watch, you know, I watch Ranger games because I like watching hockey. I don't watch it sitting there going, "Oh, you guys suck! I hate you guys so much." <laughs> like, 
you know, I don't begrudgingly watch Ranger games. I watch them if they're on. I watch them if uh, I'm bored or they're playing a t- another team I like, if they're playing the Habs or something. You know, whatever. you got to be a fan and of that, hockey. And that's that's the problem for me, too. Like, I'm just not – I'm losing interest in hockey. Yeah. Because of how bad they've been. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it just takes the joy out of it. Like, I used to watch whatever game was – any game was on ESPN when it was on ESPN back in the day. I'd watch, I'd watch the Sharks games at 10.30, starting at 10.30 at night, and I'd stay up. Like, for no reason. Like, why? I don't care about either of these teams, but I would do it anyway. Me too. I, and now I, it's just like, the games are on, on NBCSN. I'm just like, oh, who gives a shit? Oh, look, it's 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 Penguins-Flyers again. It's Rangers-Bruins. It's Rangers-Flyers. Who gives a shit? It's the same teams over and it's over. It's Wednesday night rivalry night between right, the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks and the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, who cares? Like, I don't care about any of those teams. No, and, and I Where guess, before, uh, I used to love watching hockey just because of the sake, just like watching hockey but now it's just like not enjoyable me too i get nhl tv every year and i always cancel it after the first month because by then the <laughs> devils are like four and 13 um yeah. but uh no th- things have got to change and i i thought it was a perfect uh example of what we go through when scott o'neill was doing a press tour as the Devils ceo and he says on the devil's podcast that it's time to spend. It's time to use the cap space. It's time to go all in. We're not taking money from other teams just to bury contracts. We're going to sign players. I think it's that he gets removed from his job. I don't know. No, if he quit. excuse me. He voluntarily left. Uh, Quote unquote. Air quotes. He left. Either he got another job that was so good, or someone came to the owner's office with a complaint about him. Because how does he do? Or the owners, or the owners saw him setting fan expectations that they were going to go out and splash cash everywhere and they were like nope no we're not <laughs> that's another yeah that's another possibility that would suck but i don't know yeah because then the next week you got fit saying you got to be patient and these young kids are going to take the next step well like the, you know the issues i have with the ownership is i just I'm sure they want to win, but I think they want to win just because it would make them more money. I don't think they want to win because they legitimately want the fans to have a great experience and have a team they can be happy about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they want to win because of what it's going to do for them, which I guess is part of running a business. You want to make as much money as possible, which I can't fault them for. But, like, when they hired, what was it, Jake Reynolds? His press conference was like... uh, I'll never forget. It was like the fourth or fifth item on his list was like getting an on a, a good on ice product. I'm like I'm like that's that should be number one, even if you don't mean it. That should be top of the list. We want to win. Period. On to the next thing. We want the fans to be more engaged. Whatever. But that should always be number one. And it's just to me, it doesn't seem like it is. I feel like the only guy that that uh, was on that side of wanting to win was Scott O'Neill. You know and. Uh... I mean, look, we know what Apollo Sports is, or Apollo, whatever their company is, is all about, or Harris Blitzer or whatever. They they acquire distressed assets and flip them. Yeah. And, I mean, they're doing the same thing with the theater in Jersey City right now um, that's been closed for, for a long time. So I, I don't know how much they care about winning. I mean, they have the money, and I think they might be the kind of people that that Fitz has to go to them and say, if we spend this amount and this amount, we will win this. And yeah. then they'll sign off on it. Uh, yeah. It just, it just, you know, like I, I remember like, you know, Van de Beek when he was the owner, like he was a fan, like he wanted the team to be good because he was a fan and it, he didn't always make the best, best moves or 
but you just felt like he wanted to win because he he was a fan. He was a season ticket holder. He wanted the team to be good because he rooted for the team. These dudes don't even. I guarantee you, if they were like, you went up to one of them, like, all right, name five guys on the team right now. They'd be like, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I know you. You think they know who the team is? Yeah. You I, honestly think they can name every player? Yeah, because they team. sign their checks. I bet they know who they, they, don't, are. they don't sign shit. There's just a desk. Here you go. Sign, 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 sign. They don't sign shit. Go see Marjorie over in accounting for yeah, your check. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think they're invested in the team in terms of caring whether they win or lose outside of it making them money. Well, here's my question for you: Who is besides like Teddy Leonsis down in in DC? Um, you know Dolan. Uh, Dolan's all. Oh, don't. Well, don't get me started on him. He's all in it for himself. Uh, <laughs> he's a dick. And then bag. you have like the the Kings and the Leafs, who are owned by conglomerates, and then maybe Jeff Molson up in in Montreal. He's probably yeah. Invested, but I mean, but... you look at like um, like Minnesota, like even uh, Minnesota. Um, well, they spent the money you know, and it bit them in the ass. Well, yeah. Well, but they tried. They did try. They sure tried, they, right? They didn't trade Andre Lakhtianov for Tuomo Rutu. He was the next guy. He was he was our savior. Who, Rutu? Yeah, he was good. Remember when we had him and Jordan Tutu and Yarmir Yager on the same team? Yeah. It was a great time. Um, that's the kind of shit Lou did, though. Was uh... He's doing it now. Look what he's doing to the Islanders. Yep. Just trading picks. I mean, that trade for Lad. I mean, they just were like, all right. Lou just literally took the team. He bent them over and was like, all right, take what you want. Yeah, I, I don't understand that trade. They didn't even get like a seventh rounder in return. Like literal <laughs> trade for nothing. And they gave up a lot. That's... They gave up a second round pick, a third round pick. That, and that's a fourth, not right? There was three picks. Yeah, that's not nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm on cap friendly right now. I'm going to look at the, uh, the Islanders, uh, draft situation. Oof. Um, <laughs> in this coming draft, they don't have a first, they don't have their own second. Uh, they have the Oilers second and next year they have, they don't have their own second or fourth or seventh. And in 2023, they don't have their own third. Um, and they're, Oh my God, their forward situation is so much money and their defense yeah. is, is nothing. Yeah, it's. I mean, they resign. I mean, I guess Zajac's coming off the books. Palmieri's coming off the books. Zekas. Even that. I mean, Matt Martin at one five. Leo Komarov at three. Cal Clutterbuck at three point five. Peugeot at five. Eberle at five. Brock Nelson at six. I bet they're and dude, they gave Eberle a no trade clause. Oh my god. Uh, Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, Jordan Eberle, John Gabriel Peugeot, Leo Komarov all have no trade clauses. That's crazy. Yes. So let me just do some quick math here. So between Anders Lee, who's making seven million, yep. Barzal's making seven. Mind you, Anders Lee's making seven until he's uh, one, two, three, four, five, thirty-six Five, years old. Six. Five and five. So between, uh, unless well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that Bailey's not getting chosen. So between Bailey, Pajot, Everly, uh, Nelson, Barzal, and Lee. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six guys. They have thirty-five and a half million dollars tied up. Yep. And their defense is Pollock at five, Mayfield at one point four, and then Dobson, Green, and Aho under a million. 
Um, I mean, and they're going to have to sign Adam Pellick to big money right now. And... Dude, Varlamov's making $5 million a year? He sure is. Holy shit, they, man. These are such loo moves. They got $6 million for Johnny Boychuk on IR. Um, it's uh, it's a little crazy what Lou's done to this team. He did the same thing to the Devils. Yeah, you remember in 2010, 2011, when they couldn't even ice a full team because of Kolchak's contract? Yeah. But it was more yeah. because they were paying Brian Ralston over $5 million a year. Well, that's what happened. When they, they panicked and they signed... Who'd they sign? Um... Well, when when uh, Martin left, yeah, they signed like a couple of real trash players for a lot of money. Talinder, Volchenkov, like, right? Volchenkov, yeah. I was just like, what? what the fuck are you doing? Looking at the their roster right now, yeah. When Paul Martin left, they signed Talinder and Volchenkov on the same day. Um, yeah, I mean that team was pretty sad. Uh, Ralston, Jason Arnott, they re-signed him. Uh, Henrik Talinder. We still had Jamie Langenbruder, uh, Volchenkov. I miss Langenbruder. Uh, he, he was good up until he wasn't. I know. And then he started bitching and being a little bitch, but I really, he was one of my favorite players. Mine too. You know what I did watch today was the uh, 2003 Cup video on YouTube, and him and Jeff, <laughs> him and Jeff Friesen were amazing yep. Yep. in the playoffs. But like 2010 11, that's where Oliver Magnan Grenier played 18 games. Um, David Steckel, they signed him at the trade deadline. Yeah, I remember some some dumbass fan of ours had a David Steckel jersey in the crowd, I remember, and I was like, well, you need to reevaluate your life choices, my friend. <laughs> Tim Sestito, 36 games. Adam Mayer, 65 games. That's uh, That was a bad year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. They got to... I just don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I have no feel for what they're going to do, partially because we have nobody to write about the team to give us any idea. That is, that is something that bothers me so much. Like I've Unless it's behind a paywall. I've subscribed and unsubscribed to The Athletic like five times. I can't do um, it. I just can't do it. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, that, yeah, I mean, people didn't like someone like Abby Mastraco. I, I didn't mind her if it wasn't for the Twitter stuff where people were taking shots at her every day she still she covered the team she did her job um she's gone chris ryan's gone is ryan gone officially oh that's right he was covering the jets or something right yeah um who's covering this team and mike morielli for for nhl.com i guess yeah i like him i think he does a good job well this is but he can't he doesn't just cover the devils uh you know it's not i think the ownership what they're doing is no, Chris Ryan still writes for the Devils. Does he? I just, I'm looking at it. It says, you're run-of-the-mills Devils, Mets, Jets reporter. Yeah, but there was New like... Jersey Advanced Media. But there was like two NJ, weeks... Yeah, and his website says nj.com slash devils. So there was two weeks left right. in the season where he didn't tweet once. He skipped like five games. So yeah. I thought he was uh, gone. But other than that, the, the Devils are absolutely trying to control the narrative around them. Of course. That's why they're building up their own digital team and... Uh, and the Red Bulls do that too, and it's, and it's bad. Like if you say anything bad about the team, then it's like you've personally offended them. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge Larry Brooks guy, but it would not be nice to have a Larry Brooks type of person around the team. Well, I, I always look at the Canadian teams because the TV rights uh, come with the reporters. So 
it's not like the Leafs or the Habs can kick TSN or Sportsnet reporters out of the locker room. Yeah. You know, so they ask the tough questions because they can get away with it. Um, and, and that's the, nobody asks the Devils anything. Like, there's never a tough question, ever. Yeah, like... That's why the fans have no idea what's happening. Yeah, like, how about a question like, um, hey, coach, or hey, uh, hey, Fitzy, remember that time you said he sure should be ready for opening night? Uh, yeah. What happened? Yeah, exactly. We learned about his uh, his injury from a Swiss newspaper. So, what are you drinking over there? Gatorade. Oh, I got water. Um, I have that also. Wow, double uh, double fist double in the Gatorade. Really going crazy tonight, guys. <laughs> blue Gatorade and water. Woo! Which blue? Like the the light, the blue. glacier blue. Yes. Oh, it's delicious. Riptide Rush was my favorite when I was younger have to, playing hockey. You have to power rank uh, Gatorade flavors. Gatorades? <laughs> Riptide Rush is my tops. That's the purple one. I'm pretty fairly certain. What about the uh, Arctic Cherry? I just can't stand to look at it I for too long. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It tastes good, but the color makes me feel all kinds of things. There was, when I was in, I went to a golf tournament somewhere. It was Florida maybe. Maybe it's like Georgia or something. There was like a cherry lemon Gatorade that was unbelievable, and I've never been able to find it anywhere else. A cherry lemon Gatorade? It was so good, and I just have never been able to find it anywhere else. Hmm. wonder if it's still a real thing. And I've looked. I've been in other states, and I've looked, and I cannot find it anywhere. Yeah, no. I see cherry lime Gatorade Bolt 24 flavor, but... Nope. This was years ago, so maybe they just don't make it anymore. When I was in college, I used to take Gatorade and uh, Svetka. <laughs> that was my drink of choice. Like I'd take uh, strawberry, cherry, Svetka, put it in the red Gatorade. That was the first time I ever Now got look drunk. at you. Yeah, look, now look at look you. Look at me now. I like <laughs> Trulies and White Claws, like a basic white bitch. That's, and don't forget, what else? What else do I like? Pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, well, yeah. I thought we were talking alcohol. I am a pumpkin spice latte. Dude, I have $200 worth of stuff in my Bath and Body Works cart online because they're coming out with all the fall stuff right now. <laughs> You're crazy. I am crazy. I don't like that scent at all. N- nothing pumpkin like flavor, for you? That scent, nothing, no. Uh-oh. I'll drink a pumpkin beer if I have to. If you have to. And, I won't, and I won't hate it. Like, if it's the only thing, I'll drink it and not hate it. All right. All right, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt anyone's made it this far anyway, hey, while still awake. Hey, man, I used to have like 300-something listeners per show on the last podcast. So. Yeah, but you didn't have me. <laughs> Started off at the wrong list, picking guys that are not even available. Picking up Sammy Vonden from the Anaheim Ducks when he's on the Dallas <laughs> Stars. Yeah, two completely wrong lists. My, me and you. Your Fox Sports list has guys that aren't even on in the league anymore on it. And I think once I tally this up, my team's going to have like 12 defenders, one goalie, and like six forwards. <laughs> I, think I, have, I think I have two goalies. I may have had a third because I wasn't sure if they were taking Dridger or not. You picked Holtby. Uh, Dridger for sure. Yeah, and Holtby. Dridger and that's it. Yeah. All right. Woo. Two goalies. All right. Go me. Yeah, I, I think – did I pick one goalie? I had Dreger and uh, – no, Ranta. So I got two goalies. 
Um, Jesus, I have a bunch of all my forwards are left wings except for Bastion. <laughs> Reader, uh, Niederreiter, Domi, Ventino's the center. Bailey, Blackwell, Dzingle, everybody's a left wing. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's wrap this shit up. So I had said in the um, the beginning of the episode, which you didn't get to hear because I I recorded that before, that we're gonna have you on quite a bit. You know. Well, well, this is news to me, but I'm happy to be here. You're obligated. <laughs> I guess I'm obligated now. until the until the devils are bad and you can't take it anymore. <laughs> until I. I'll have to do a video of me getting a Dougie Hamilton tattoo for you. We're going to have to find something else to talk about once the Devils aren't interesting anymore. Well, that should be like, what, uh, I don't know, two, a week into the season? Maybe a week and a half? Well, the schedule comes out Thursday, so we'll find that out pretty quickly. <laughs> figure it out, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's that? We have the Flyers, the Rangers, and the Capitals, and the Penguins in the first week? Well, then. <laughs> oh, so apparently I saw today they're still not sure if – not to keep going on here, but they're still not sure if they're going to the Olympics or not. But apparently the the schedule they're releasing has the Olympic break in it. And there's a second schedule that's not being released to the public in case they don't go that has the, without a uh, Olympic break in it. Yeah, and part of the reason they don't want to go is because guess where it is? Where? China. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'd be a little nervous about going there too right now. Um, you know, until we get a little further away from the worst of. Yeah, I don't know if the Olympics are going to happen. Are they talking about canceling them? Well, the Tokyo the ones, ones, it's possible yeah. that they're going to cancel them. Um, That's got to suck. That's got to suck for the athletes. The only one it doesn't suck for is the one that got kicked out because they smoke pot. Yeah. So she'll be like, "Fine, screw you. None of you can. None of you can go." <laughs> I, what's crazy about that is I don't think she got kicked out. I think she got disqualified from that event, but they're gonna let her run the relay. All of this is stupid because she smokes a legal, <laughs> illegal yeah. thing from a right. state where it's legal. Right. But I, I, that didn't make any sense to me. They're gonna let her still be on the team, run the relay, but not in the individual event where she was better than everybody. Anyway, now we're just rambling. Did you see, by the way, before we go? Um, not really a, a political thing. Did you see what Tom Brady said at the White House today? Uh, I think so. Yes, maybe. He, he said not a lot of About people, the... not a lot of people believed we'd win and 40% of the people still believe we didn't win. And Joe <laughs> Biden was off to the side like, "I feel you, dog." <laughs> it's like, "I know what you mean." That was a good joke. That was a He's funny. I I'm I was never a Brady fan. He's starting to grow on me. He's actually starting to have a personality. Yeah, now that he's away from New England. Right. So well, the golf tournament thing he did with Phil Mickelson and he was he was probably the funniest of the four guys like aaron Rodgers was just a was just a mope it's like why even do it then if you're just going to be a mope you know but brady was funny he was he was really really good that's because aaron Rodgers is not going out with olivia munn anymore i'd be a mope too oh he's engaged to who might even be married to uh what's shailene woodley who i know who she is (laughs) from the divergent movies right yes that's her but why I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. <laughs> that's so, that's so uh, different. Yeah, that's so different. 
dude must not have a type. Like, they couldn't be more. I different. think his type is anyone that puts up with him. And, and his family problems. He seems just like a. He just yeah. He just seems like not a good dude. In ter- I think he does good stuff, like for the community and stuff. It just seems like, like not a nice person to be around. Hmm. I don't know enough about him, but I don't either. But from all the like, I've heard tons of stories about it where they're just like, eh. I mean, his own family doesn't like him. Does that give you <laughs> give you a hint? Yeah, that was a pretty crazy situation. Um, but anyway, Olivia Munn is now uh, with uh, John Mulaney, so good for him. Nice. Maybe the Devils will sign Aaron Rodgers. Bring it back around for you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they, they have as much chance of signing Aaron Rodgers as they do as Dougie Hamilton. Listen, they give Dougie a uh, Dougie eleven million a year. He'll think about it. He'll think about it. He still won't sign it though. If you give Dougie eleven million dollars a year and all access lifelong passes to all the museums in New York, I think he'll come here. Maybe great adventure too. No, see the whole thing with him was that uh, I think it was either in, in Calgary or Carolina where people were talking about when, like, all the guys would go out to bars and parties and stuff, he would go to, like, a museum by himself. So, yeah, get him. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll do I'll pay for it. Yeah. I'll pay for the museum I'll passes. We can crowdfund. Yeah, we can crowdfund wink, that wink. shit. No problem. It only costs a suggested donation to get in there anyway, so it's not going to exactly, be that expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick in. We'll we'll put we'll some crowdfunding going. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. <laughs> but you're going to the Museum of Natural History. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> look at some goddamn dinosaurs. Three floors of dinosaurs. Do it. Go look at them. <laughs> anyway, we should stop. So, <laughs> thank you for listening. I'm. I can't promise you I'll be back next week, but we'll see what happens. Uh. Thanks for listening. Have a a lovely evening. Uh, Bye-bye.